to the Teen Thought Table. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Nasha. And welcome to our second episode. Yay! Woo! So what are we going to be talking about in our second episode, Tiff? Today, we are going to be talking about peer pressure. But what exactly is peer pressure? Nasha, do you want to go give us your definition or like your insight? Well... I mean, peer pressure can be defined as the direct influence on people by peers. But this is the result you'd get if you just type it in on Google peer pressure. But I feel that peer pressure can be defined in many different ways, depending on the person. So I would I'd like to I'd like to know what you think. How would you define peer pressure personally? Yeah, I totally agree with the Google definition, which is the influence on people by their peers. But I also think it's the way that people can change their attitudes or even their values to conform to those of the influencing group. And I think with teenagers and youth our age or older or younger, it's something that we deal with, especially because there's the existence of FOMO. Now, what exactly is FOMO? FOMO basically stands for the fear of missing out. And it's that feeling you get when you feel like you're missing out or like not included in a, as like a part of something. And Mm. so, yeah, that's my personal definition. What about you? I think I definitely have to agree with what you said about it affects us because of this thing called FOMO, especially because we're young. When you're young, you just, I think what you want most is just to have fun and to fit in. And I feel that when everyone around you is enjoying uh, maybe a certain activity or a certain thing, and they're having a great time doing it, and then you take notice that maybe you're not participating in what they're doing, but they're having such a great time doing it. It would make you feel like, whoa, I would be having fun too if I did what everyone else was doing. So it is that feeling of like, man, I'm really missing out. Yeah, I'd also like to point out how there's kind of two types of peer pressure the way I see it. There's the one that's more- Yeah, there's one that's more like implicit. So that's the one like FOMO, that, that internal feeling of missing out and having to conform to those of the influencing group. So that's like totally internal. But there's also like the external one, which is how, which is where it's like more of people shaming you or intimidating you to do something. Mm. So I think, for example, it could just be like someone being like out in the open, like, dude, just take one hit of my cigarette. Like smoking once won't kill you or anything. Um, I, re- I think that's like an example of the external ones, if you understand what I'm saying. I think I think that's really interesting to point out because it's not like peer pressure is something that no one knows about it's not like peer pressure is this phenomenon that no one knows or no one understands because growing up I feel like peer pressure is something that is discussed a lot and it's what we teach children about like you you, we've heard the stories about maybe your friend or maybe some stranger on the street walks up to you with like offering you drugs and then like they pressure like, oh if you don't if you don't take these drugs like these drugs are awesome and then they yeah. tell you if a stranger ever or if a friend ever like don't la 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 and all of that stuff is very like external but realistically speaking we don't really have conversations about the fact that peer pressure and our problem dealing with it is something that is internal and it's something mm-hmm. that we feel and it, it must be it could be something that comes from feelings of insecurity or inadequacy with your self-worth because I feel like realistically no one in real life is actually going to walk up to and be like if you don't take these drugs you're like a super loser and we hate you yeah no one's I don't think it's like that that. Mm -hmm. I don't think people would actually do that in real life it's kind of the feeling of 
you see everyone having a good time and maybe your friend offers you one and then you're like, oh, uh, I don't really want to. And maybe they, I don't know, maybe they roll their eyes or maybe they sigh. It's small actions like that. And then the feeling inside you that makes you feel like, wow, I'm really disappointing everyone or I'm really killing the vibe that yeah. makes you And then you're like pressured. labeled as like a party pooper, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, so basically, yeah, today we are going to be discussing about the internal external effects of peer pressure and how it obviously affects us. So speaking of how it affects us, Nasha, do you have any experiences with peer pressure? For me personally, I've been very fortunate to never have been put in a situation where I had to deal with peer pressure or someone shaming me or intimidating me or feeling as if I was disappointing someone by not participating in a certain activity or, you know, doing, um, doing something. But I, I feel like that might have something to do with just me as a person. I, I don't want to feel like someone is taking, I feel being able to choose is a power on whether or not you want to do this or you don't want to do this. It is not even a power. It's a right. And if someone was, to pressure me or make me feel like I'm less than because I don't want to do something I I, they're taking away my power or my rights so but so I think that's just me as a person I've never had to deal with feeling like oh I'm really gonna disappoint this person if I don't do this but that's just me being fortunate on my side and I think peer pressure affects everyone actually and it's affects people on a wide while in a wide scale and we don't talk about it enough but I'd like to bounce the question back to you since I myself haven't personally had any situations dealing with peer pressure like have you ever dealt with peer pressure and how did it affect you yeah well unfortunately for me I am (laughs) I would say I'm some I'm a person who is like a people pleaser so I I would conform to just satisfy the group and so with that I've had experiences of peer pressure implicitly and explicitly for the explicit mm-hmm. one, um, I'm pretty sure like um, a lot of you guys know that like last time I was actually very like gossipy and I was super like bitchy. Sorry. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the experience externally was kind of I was influenced to talk bad about a certain person just because the whole collective was doing so. Mm-hmm. Like, just because everyone was hating on that one person, I had to do it too. Otherwise, you know, I'd seem like, why are you not? Like, do you like her? Are you friends with her? So seeing some, if you were like to be seen like, oh, you're friends with that girl who's like the outsider, like Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be seen as the outsider too, right? You won't be seen as like some kind of connector of two words, worlds. No. So that's how I was kind of peer pressured explicitly. So it was just like to talk bad about this person as well. So I could like go along with the group, but my internal like struggle with peer pressure is definitely got to be a time where I was feeling like I was not cool. I was not quote unquote cool enough, or I was like missing out because I wasn't smoking and drinking a lot. And so smoking is something that crosses a boundary in my family values. And I Mm -hmm. crossed that boundary just because I felt like I was missing out. Um, And there are obviously consequences to that. So my parents cut off my allowance and like they grounded me for a month. I wasn't allowed to see anybody or hang out with anybody. Yeah. So because I crossed the boundary, it also made my the trust my parents had in me. Obviously, it went down. It decreased, and 
I do regret it, but and but in the moment, did I feel cool for like smoking and everything? Yes, I did. But then afterwards, I was like, I didn't even enjoy it exactly. Like I didn't exactly enjoy it. I was just doing it because it looked cool. So yeah, that's that's my story. Like, how are you? Of course, like knowing that that's like a big boundary in your family and your parents would disagree with it. What happened? Like, how are you? How were you pressured? especially if you didn't want to do it personally, how are you pressured to feel like, okay, I'm going to smoke? Well, no, I, I wasn't, um, I wanted to do it personally too. Like it was, it was internal, like I said. So it was just the feeling of how all, like all of my, all of the people my age, they're smoking, they're drinking. I'm not, am I like, I'm not cool enough as them. Maybe that's how I saw it. But obviously like, I'm not labeling those things as cool. Like if you're not comfortable with it, like, it's okay as well it was just me who thought it was cool and and the fact that I was doing it wasn't cool and that was the mindset that I had that made me actually in the end okay yeah let me smoke let me grab the let me grab the jewel it's it's really such a shame how peer pressure makes us um choose to do things not only things that maybe in the moment we were uncomfortable or something we don't want to do but The thing is about being forced or put in a situation where you have to do something that you're not comfortable with is having to deal with it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Maybe having to deal with the guilt afterwards or the, or the regret afterwards, or it could be something that also affects the people around you. Like you said, it was a big thing for family um, and it harmed like not only you and maybe it even harmed the people uh, around you, but it's a really, it's really interesting as to why, why does peer pressure happen if we know if we know if we like we know that if we do this um i'm going to be uncomfortable i don't want to do this if i do this i'm going to regret it afterwards but why is it does it still happen like like why do you think it still happens well i think um there's there's like different forms of how peer pressure can take on right um yeah like through intimidation and shaming so i think you definitely being intimidated by someone that really affects you to do something that you don't want to do right and being shamed on it just makes you feel bad about yourself yeah so then you in the end like okay just to please everybody I'll do it but then again um like I said like how there's people who conform to those of the influencing group and actually speaking of conformity there's actually this one study that I studied in my psychology class and that is ash ash's experiment um for those of you not familiar with this, this was a very old experiment done long ago. I think it was like in 1951 or something. But basically, I, I might not be 100% like reciting it correctly. But from my memory, this experiment was to investigate the extent to which social pressure from like the majority group could affect a person to conform. And the reason why I think this is such a great study to like um, demonstrate the effects of social pressure and pressurizing someone to conform is because the way this experiment was played out was that there was like this quiz of like choosing which line was the longest and there were I'm okay I'm just gonna ball it like eyeball it but let's say there were four people three of them were confederates and one of them was like the actual person being studied on now in answering the three people the confederates they would say the wrong answer which was like the shortest line let's say and then this person who was being studied he'd be like wait, I know the right answer, but why are they all saying this one? And that actually, the results showed that 
he actually changed the the actor actually changed his no sorry the person being studied actually changed his answer to make it the wrong answer so he would just follow along the group because he didn't want to be seen like the odd one out like maybe I'm the one wrong that that's the mindset that was actually like placed in like maybe I'm the person who's wrong so in terms of peer pressure and let's say partying it could be like maybe I'm the one who's not cool that's the mindset that's implemented you know and there's there's also that saying where people are like sheep so I think that's like one but what about you Nasha why do you think it happens I'd like to add to what you said about people are sheep because in a sense humans not just young people or anything like that but especially I I think in young people humans are social creatures and I think at our very core what we want is to be connected is to have a community is to have our friends is to have a place where we belong in a sense what we want especially as young people is to fit in and maybe in other words to disagree or to not be doing what everyone else is doing just like this guy in the experiment if he knew that one answer was the correct answer but everyone around him was saying that the answer was the other one it it comes as it's no surprise that he would abandon that the fact that he thinks that this is the right answer because the majority of people are choosing the other one so if the majority of people are choosing this other one then maybe i'm mistaken and they're the ones that are doing it right but another situation could be that maybe he knows 100% that he's correct, but he would rather not put himself in that kind of situation that like that's awkward or like, oh, look at me, I'm disagreeing with everyone. I think another way to define this would be like killing the vibe. Mm-hmm. Maybe like everyone is just having a good time. They're just like all doing this one thing and you don't want to. But if everyone's doing it and then you're just like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't really like dig. I don't really do that kind of stuff. It does make you feel like, oh my God, like, I'm literally killing the vibe. I'm ruining the mood. I'm disappointing everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, re- it really sucks to have to feel like that. And then in the end, you know, end up doing something that mm-hmm. you regret. Yeah. So I think that's, that's why it's very important to talk about this topic. It's because we're young and yeah. our decisions can lead to long-term consequences, especially the bad ones. I mean... I, I do think there's like good examples of influence though. I don't think all influence is bad. I think an, a great example of good influence could be like influencing your friends on the way you dress, you know. I think over the years, my style has definitely changed from hanging out around the people, from hanging out with different people. So for example, like when I was living in Japan, I wanted to look like the hashtag kawaii girl. And then now that I'm back home, I want to dress like a hashtag baddie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another great example is like, from the way me and Nasha talk like I think we both have influenced each other in the ways we text and talk in general and I think TikTok has a great influence on that too like I can't stop saying bestie yeah I I would agree um that your surrounding or the people you well even like the media you consume the people that you are you're around with the kind of humor you laugh at it does shape you as a person and you're influenced by that but I also I would also like to just put out that it's really I think it's really important to talk about peer pressure and in a sense, I wouldn't say normalize it because everyone already knows what peer pressure is. And we would, we know that, oh yeah, peer pressure is bad. I know that they teach me that at school, but do we, as people and as, you know, the youth, do we seriously understand like the consequences of peer pressure, what it is to be subjected to peer pressure and also be the person that's like 
pressuring other people to do things Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah it's really important I think yeah there's also the real question of like how do we tackle this like how do we stay unfazed by like our community our social groups hooking up drinking like recklessly driving all those stuff right um I think a great way to like avoid drinking for those of you not comfortable with drinking in social situations is you could say sorry no no alcohol for me I'm driving tonight I think that's a great way to get out of it because then people are like okay yeah we don't want you to crash while driving driving obviously I think that's a great way I don't know <laughs> what or, do you think? or I've got allergies sorry I can't drink dude I've got allergies <laughs> yeah but like you could say like oh no tobacco no I don't know I don't have anything for that <laughs> just, like corona Corona. I've got sensitive lungs. I've got sensitive lungs. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you want to be damaging your lungs more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just. But I yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. How do we how do we tackle this? Mm-hmm. We know what it is. We understand why it happens. But how do we tackle this? For me personally, what I think, I think adding to what you're talking about influence just now. The people around you, your direct environment, are like a really big part of who you are and I also think that prevention is better than cure and as much as as good or great as it is to know how to get yourself out of these uncomfortable like peer pressure situations I think it's also good to try and prevent putting yourself in like harm's way anyways and I think this can be done by you know checking your direct environment you should surround yourself with people who people who are, you are close to people who love you people who care about you and in a sense people who want the best for you because people who want the best for you wouldn't ever put you in that kind of situation where you you feel like oh my god I'm gonna disappoint everyone or you feel like wow I'm so lame for not doing this or even externally I think people who want the best for you wouldn't be like outwardly pressuring you like intimidating you be like dude are you serious you're not gonna do this everyone yeah is dude doing you're it. so not cool yeah so not cool. <laughs> definitely but i mean in a sense also maybe if you're going out maybe, maybe you're someone who doesn't go out like partying or anything like that and then you're like oh i'm gonna do something a little bit different i'm gonna hang out with a new crowd i'm gonna like party try something new i also think that's like like that's good to do but i think in any situation you should have someone um around you at least one person that you're comfortable with and you're close to where you can openly talk to like hey this is getting really like uncomfortable this is getting really sauce I think we gotta go yeah yeah definitely I know schools they always say learn to say no but I think that's that's honestly a really great method you because for me it's kind of hard for me to say no because I want to satisfy the whole crowd um but yeah, your your friends should be like people who will accept what you will decide, you know, and they don't need any justification for that. And also yeah. just listen to your gut. Like if, if you know that you won't feel comfortable being put in the situation, don't go through with it. It's totally fine. You're not missing out on anything. If you want to try it, go ahead. Do what makes you comfortable, you know. Trust yourself. Let's make that a hashtag. Hashtag trust yourself. Up. and I think it's I think it's very important to know how to say no but at the same time like, like as much as it's important to look out for yourself 
you need to look out for your friends as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like you said you you're uh you would say that you're a people pleaser and it's harder for you to say no so if you're in a situation where you can tell that your friend is visually like visibly uncomfortable and but you know that they have a hard time saying no i think you should stick up for them and all and you know be don't be a sheep be a goat let's make that another hashtag hashtag oh, that's so lame the goat <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so lame I- I agree with Nasha saying how you should stand up for others. And I guess we're at the end of our discussion on peer pressure. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you so much if you made it out through the end. I know this is this is a pretty hard topic, but we're all here. So speaking of like, we're all here, Nasha, you got something to say. I'd also like to say thank you to anyone that made it to the very end of the podcast. Like, thank you for your support and hearing us out. But not oh just God, that. influencers. <laughs> not just that. We'd love to hear you out. So if you have any experiences or um, thoughts that you would like to share or tell us, please feel free to DM us. We'd like to hear new perspectives, new experiences. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And we also plan to um, post some experiences on our Instagram story. If you're comfortable with, uh, uh, if you're comfortable with it and you consent to it, you can post them. We can have them posted anonymously, or if you'd like, we can tag your Instagram account. But yeah, I just we would love to hear from you guys. So yeah, that's that's a wrap, guys. And once again, thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>